this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the I Know This Much Is True After Show. We thank you for your patience. Uh, we've been dark the last two weeks in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. But we are back now and ready to talk about this show that ended technically... A week and a half ago, right? I think a week ago now, Alyssa yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so uh, a lot to talk about. Uh, I, have, co- of course, have my amazing co-host, Alyssa Dickert. Alyssa, hello. How are you? It's nice to see you again. Yes, it is nice to see you as well. But I'm excited to be talking about these last two episodes. Um, I had to watch. I, you know, it's like one of those. This The show is definitely love-hate for me because it's mm. like, I mean, I don't hate it at all, but, you know, just like knowing what you're getting into before you watch it, you know, it's going to be a hard watch, but you know, it's going to be worth it. <laughs> uh, I, I concur wholeheartedly. It is definitely a love hate. That's a great way to put it uh, because of what it puts you through. But you are correct. It definitely, I think, in the end was all worth it. Uh, but let's let's just get into it. So overall thoughts on uh, let's see. Let, let's start with episode five. Uh, overall thoughts. Um I was have been waiting to hear more about the grandfather. And so I really liked, uh, liked is a hard word to say, but I, it was a hard <laughs> watch. It was a, definitely a hard watch and worse than I had thought it would gonna, was going to be with uh, his, I guess, what would you call it? A memoir of his mm. life. I did not expect it to be as gruesome and horrible as it was. Um, but overall, it definitely gave some more insight into into the life he wanted to know about his grandfather. Well, you know, like I often say, Daughtry sings it best. Be careful what you wish for. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because, you know, sometimes the truth is not what you wanted it to be. Um, I, I, I'm with you that this was definitely, it was, it was, it was very interesting to me to, to get this, you know, visual history not just kind of hearing about it but actually seeing so i kudos to this show for you know going back in time like 100 years and and showing us the life of this guy get you know coming over from italy and uh and then kind of doing his thing um you know it's that funny thing where you don't come from nothing right and i think they did a really nice kind of subtle job of showing us where dominic comes from you know, and the thing of history kind of repeats itself, uh, especially if we keep in those patterns and paths. Yeah. Uh, I think that's they're definitely addressing those kind of issues. Um, all right. So let's just kind of so we, we jump in. We meet the grandfather and shocker. He's got a brother, too. More parallels, <laughs> I guess, you know, between the past and the present as far as like. I know I just, for me, it made me feel like Dominic was already trying to see the similarities his grandfather had in him, potentially, mm. maybe, and the similarities okay. to the brother because of the dynamic between the two. One was hardworking and 
wanted this, that, and the other. The other one was more like free spirited. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're not twins, but like you said, a a similar dynamic. Um, But uh, his grandfather takes a different, uh, different take than, than Dominic did. Um, Wow. Talk about this whole, the whole way he deals with his brother. I mean, wow, this guy is ruthless. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was just, it was just interesting to me to see that. I mean, it just seems like the grandfather just, he was on like a one way path. Like I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to build this home. I'm going to have children, sons to live on my legacy. I'm going to basically live the American dream. And he didn't care about anything else. It seemed like he's very selfish in that regard where it was just like a one way street. And this is what I'm going to do regardless of if it impacts anyone else in my life. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting when you say the American. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Dream, I like you say that because... We don't often talk about like sometimes what you have to sacrifice or what it really takes to get the quote unquote American dream or what we think that is. And I, I think they showed you kind of like the other side of the coin of, you know, every time we see someone working hard, pursuing their things, like having the family, like, like it's a good thing. And in this way, it was kind of, it was skewed a little bit and it, it really was about him instead of about living a life. And, you know, you could, I think, I think a lot of people fall victim to that. You know, uh, it doesn't have to be a hundred years ago. I think it's very, you know, this show is really good at showing us how this is all very relevant right here, right now. Um, what did you think It's funny when I saw when, when he, when he kills the monkey, I was like, wow, I think this is some foreshadowing. What was your thoughts then? Yeah, I was, okay, so that was definitely a foreshadow for me. I was like, hmm, this is interesting. It always seems to be from the, you know, death and water have kind of seemed to be a trend a little bit with the falls and then the monkey. Um, And then I also had a little bit of a foreshadow. I was like, wasn't it interesting to you, the Drinkwater family being involved back then with the with the grandfather, I was like, okay, this is weird. I feel like this is going to come up again. I didn't know the relation yet, but I was like, huh. It was it was interesting to me. Yeah, no, that was very interesting. Of course, that his grandfather knew their grandfather essentially, mm-hmm. um, and worked together at the same you know mill, as it were. Um, but that you know, interesting enough too, his brother didn't like the the brother is or the didn't like the indian guy as well so i mean yeah so many parallels and like again like they're showing us that you know this all comes from a a real place and then you know i think eventually we get to i don't want to get too ahead of us but anyway we'll leave it at that for now um so we we finally kind of get now back to the present um and we we have dominic uh he seems like well you know he's still on crutches at this point right and But he goes to see this psychiatrist, uh, who I I just love. That actress is so it's, yeah. she's so good. Like I like I said, I like her to be my psychiatrist uh, if I ever <laughs> if I ever need one. Uh, if right, Sean. If um, <laughs> so, she says that uh, you know. Do you? What's the word you would use to describe this guy? And if Dominic says awful, hopeless, you know, like th- this guy was this awful human being, mm-hmm. um, and then she says. Do you think you're like him? You know, violent. You think you betrayed your brother. Um, talk about a little bit about that. Yeah, that was um, pretty, you know, powerful and stuff. And the fact that he kept the curse, you know, we had kind of talked about in the episode, episode prior. And then he kept kind of referring to that as being cursed. And, you know, it's just interesting because Dominic, you know, was opening up more about how, 
you know, in my, in my perspective, like seeing some similarities, but not wanting to be anything like him, but thinking in his head that he was a little bit like him. And I don't know if you felt the same way, but it was just really, you know, that was something where it is like, he didn't want to be this guy, but it is his blood. And he kind of is portrays a little bit of him, but he wants to do the opposite and be there for his brother. Yeah, and well, I I definitely had that thought. I was like, this is really good casting because this guy looks like an old timey Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I was like, I, I, he could definitely be this guy's grandfather. You know, so um, I, I, I mean, you know, just physically, he obviously looked like him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, I think, I think, and like a lot of times, we'll see what we want to see, right? So if you think you're similar, you're going to find where that is. Mm-hmm. Right. Not that it was. I mean, I, I think he's right. I think there are similarities. Um, I think the violence is definitely a similarity. Um, but I think obviously that, you know, Dominic has a heart and yeah. loves his brother. You know, I think this guy had no heart and he was only concerned with one thing, mm-hmm. him, uh, him and his quote unquote legacy. Um, so uh, we have this hilarious <laughs> We go back in time again, this hilarious courting scene. I, I thought those was very kind of, you know, I, anytime this show has any humor, I like, oh, I grab onto it. Um, but this whole like initial courting of Palestine, I can't remember her name exactly. Like the older sister. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I think something like that, who, you know, we, we find out later eventually becomes the one that survives. But um, I mean, that whole thing, she had no time for him. And then of course she's like, she's a witch. Like I just, that was hilarious to me. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. like, what is what, this whole thing of like buying a wife? Like, I just don't understand it. I, I mean, I, I know it's a different time, but like the last thing you'd want is a woman unhappy to just kind of be there with, I don't know, as, especially as a woman, give me your thoughts. No, I was just like, I mean, as a woman, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, what is this? And then in front of her face being like, you promised me a beautiful wife. This lady is not beautiful. Not what I wanted, blah, blah, blah. What about her? What about her? You know, and the the sister. And it was just like, I was just like, yeah, it was just like, it was kind of comical in that sense. But then like, like just wrong. I was like, but that's how it was back in the day, you know? And yeah they're looking more so for, you know, the type of kid they're going to produce together, not really for, I guess, love, or, you know, I think that he was optimistic that he would end up falling in love eventually, which ended up not being the case for them. Yeah. And him getting together. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, just to kind of quickly go through it all, he, you know, she, she finally gets pregnant. And then she has a, a daughter, uh, a demon child, apparently, as he called her, because she was some kind of creature because she had a cleft palate. Um, and then, of course, mom dies in the pregnancy. So he loses this wife. He has her sister still helping raise the kid because he's not raising her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it just becomes this kind of weird thing of like, you know, at one point he says in his book, you know, she was training her to to do all the things a woman should do. And then eventually she would handle all my needs. And I was like, Oh man, where are we going here? I don't I like know, where this is I going. Like, I was thinking that line right there was what we had thought that maybe he, she got pregnant by her dad. And I was like, right. Uh, and that's where it ends. Isn't that where it ends? That was like the last sentence in the. Yes. Yeah, she, she's good at keeping secrets. Right. Oh. That's what it was. That was the kind of last line of the letter. So it, we're like, I mean, they definitely led us down this path and obviously on purpose um, to, to think that, you know, the curse would continue and, you know, they had incest. So it was like, oh my God, like this, it definitely was all leading in that direction. Um, but then we get, we get our, we get my saving grace for the show. Rosie O'Donnell. I love <laughs> I love, you know, oh, well, I'm sorry, but before we get to her, we, we, we get this kind of ominous phone call from Ralph, mm-hmm. you know, saying, get your brother tested for HIV. Like something's going down at the facility. You need to get on it. And I was like, wow, this is crazy, man. Like, what? I, I, you know, I, and I, I went through, I don't know how you did, but I went through this phase of like, I don't know who to believe anymore now. Yeah. You know, like, is Ralph just messing with him? You know, like, because especially when he, when he tested, 
or negative, I was like, okay, this is something's wrong here. Something's not right. Um, but then, you know, Rosie, <laughs> I love what she says. I, I'm a woman, not a gal. A gal's what you call someone's horse. You know, I've been on your I've been on your side from the day one. Like she just puts him right back in his place because he comes in, of course, guns a blazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, again, I just I just love her in this. Uh, but what do you think of that phone call, Alyssa? Yeah, I was, you know, because their relationship had been so, you know, the the relationship you knew wasn't good from early childhood, and it seemed that it wasn't great throughout, even though they, you know, randomly would cross paths it was interesting because it's like, you would think on one hand, he wouldn't go out of his way to say something that wasn't true. And then on the other hand, I was like, wow, that's kind of really nice for someone that I know doesn't like Dominic that much or it seemed that way. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. He like lended a helping hand and he ended up being, you know, right. Because, well, we don't know right. As far as, I mean, did it lead like it led to them being able to release him because that they did have paperwork on it, but they didn't release that to Dominic and um, Sheffer, right? Right, yeah. So, I mean, luckily there was no transference of any kind of HIV, but there was definitely some shady stuff going on. And, you know, so good on good on Ralph for, mm-hmm. for letting them know, even though, like you said, Dominic's not his favorite person. Uh, but he was looking out for Thomas, you know, what we find out later why, but um, yeah, so that was, it was, it was interesting for that all the, the way that all went down mm-hmm. and, um, and then the way, again, Dominic, you know, he tries first, he goes to a, he gets the report and he goes to like a, a legit lawyer. And mm-hmm. of course his lawyer wants to make this a whole you know, class action. He wants this to like, we're going to make a lot of money on this. And, and you can say, obviously Dominic's not interested in money. He just wants his brother out. So he recruits his boy Leo, who's an actor. And I mean, I thought like this is this is not gonna go well. I did not, I was like, man, this is this this can't because I'm like, Leo's right, like this is illegal, like you can get in trouble for this. Um, but then it kind of works out. Talk about that. Yeah, that encounter in the parking lot, right? It was like um yeah, I mean, I was like, just knowing the track record of how everything that could go wrong goes wrong. And I'm like, you have proof. Like, yes, I understand that you don't want to wait to get more people to come forward or to, you know, dive into it a little more because you want your brother out of there because you want him to be protected and under your watch and not theirs because you don't trust the facility. So I was, you know, I understood like why he wanted to go this way, this route, but I was like, oh my gosh, I did not. I was shocked. Like I was, to be honest, that shocked me that he was able to, you know, it to that to actually work. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the next scene was him getting his brother out and Rosie O'Donnell's character being like, how did you do this so quickly? Oh, and she's so good then too. Like mm-hmm. you did some shade. I know you did something weird. Like, you know, this, this should not have, that was really quick, but also kind of warns them. Like you're arrogant. Mm-hmm. And nobody thinks this is a good idea except for you. Yeah, I mean, um, I think that kind of foreshadows uh, what happens next in the next episode because everyone, well, she was the voice of reason for him, I think, and um, and kind of warned him like, you need more help than just yourself to 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 watch your brother. Yeah, the episode ends with, we got all afternoon to celebrate. Celebrate yeah. what? your freedom. And then Thomas just kind of looks away. Right. So I'm like, my thought is like, this is not going to end up good. There's no way. Like Thomas doesn't need freedom. Thomas needs structure. Yeah. You know, um, but you know, he, he's, he thinks he's doing what's best for his brother. Um, so I'm going to move on to episode six, the finale, the series finale. Wow. Um, <laughs> this 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 show is it's funny it's one of these things where it's so intense but it's so real mm-hmm. you know like like you said like you you definitely have to earn it but man like it's it's just good it's just good so let's let's just jump right in um so dominic you know and thomas they're out and the first place he wants to go it's not mcdonald's it's not home to see, watch cartoons or he wants to go to the falls falls 
the falls and he calls it a holy place. Yeah. And he asks Dominic, do you believe in God? Mm-hmm. And Dominic says, I wish I did, man. What were your thoughts when they were standing at those falls? The first thing before they even got to the falls, I thought was interesting was the convo they had about, cause they passed by Penny and Drinkwater's tombstone. And, right. um, you know, Dominic asked Thomas, do you remember her? And then he just kind of looked at him like, you know, not even acknowledging, you know, that at all or saying anything, but yeah, then their encounter at the falls and him, it just felt it. I just, yeah, it just felt odd, you know? And I was like, man, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I hope this doesn't happen, but it was just, you know, it was, you know, really seeing Thomas's, you know, he had such a strong like faith and, you know, trying to tell his brother, you know, about, you know, well, why would don't, you know, God, this, that, and the other and stuff. And it was just, um, it was an interesting interaction between both of them. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, Dominic says that someone once told me this river is life flowing from the past into the future and, and just passing us. But that was very, you know, again, it's, mm-hmm. it's ominous, it's foreshadowing, and it's, it's funny. I mean, obviously, water is a very powerful metaphor, you know, yeah. especially a waterfall. And, I mean, you know, so many things you can – so uh, I think they do a great job of, of using that, you know, the writers and, obviously, you know, the way it's all kind of laid out. Yeah, and um, wanting to go in the water. And oh, yeah. Dominic saying, we have all the time in the world. We can just take you tomorrow. I was like, just let him put his feet in and just make him happy to maybe like get it off his mind for today. But yeah, no, that's a good point. You're right. Like it was like, we're here. Let's just get it. You know, even if it's too cold, who cares? Like, like he literally, the only place he wanted to come was here. Mm-hmm. And now you've kind of half given it to him. And, you know, just because you don't want to necessarily deal with him being wet and you know, yeah. all that stuff. And, you know, obviously it's not, it's not 80 degrees out, but still like, I think, right. I think we could have made a compromise there, which might've, you know, maybe tame that, tame that beast for at least a little while. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of writing, <laughs> uh, Dominic's done with grandpa for now. Yeah. He literally throws the manuscript away and he's like, I- I'm done with it. I don't want to know anymore. I don't want to keep going further. Even though the, you know, the, uh, his psychiatrist has kind of said, you know, there might be something there. You can just keep reading and he's not interested. Uh, a, a kind of an interesting thought or just detail that they had Madonna's Cherish video in going on in the background when they come home and he kind of tucks him in. I thought that was very interesting. Uh, what were your thoughts? Well, just watching, I know the song, but I hadn't ever, I don't think I've ever seen the music video and just the, you know, the water in the music video I thought was really interesting too. And just how Thomas was so memorized by it. I thought was kind of, I was like, Hmm, this seems like we're not done with the falls yet potentially. Mm. Um, But I don't know. It just, it was, it was definitely something that I was like, yeah, this, this music video was on the TV for a reason. I mean, obviously that word cherish, like it's not necessarily it's a word you use every day, right? Yeah. Like, um, and if, you know, some of the lyrics, I just was, I was kind of listening, you know, with my other ear while it was going on. I'm like, okay, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, you cherish a loved one, right? Yeah. Um, uh, but sometimes it can be misguided. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew as soon as the camera was on Dominic waking up, that Thomas was gone. I knew it like, right. Because like they just, like, I'm like, there's no way Dominic's still there. Right. If we're taking, if we're waking up with him on the, even though he's right next to him. um, And then we very quickly, like, like it got brutal really quick. Like I was not expecting it to go that quickly. What were, you know, how did you feel about, about that? Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't sure going into this episode. I didn't know if Thomas was actually going to take his life or not. Um, Maybe that was just me being (laughs) optimistic, (laughs) but um, that ended up being like, yeah, I was like, whoa, this is just like the open. And it just went so fast and they never, 
came out and said it, but it was just insinuate, you know, it was just kind of insinuated. And then they were up, him and Ray were up at the top overlooking the waterfall. And then the last shot that I think kind of told it best was just the shoe, the shoes, like right by the water where they were standing the day, or I guess that earlier in the day. And uh, it was, uh, it was a powerful, it was powerful the way, you know, they had the divers out there and everything. And I was, I was, I was sad. I was like, what is Dominic going to do now? And then I was uh, seeing how this was foreshadowed from, you know, the episode prior. And Yeah, it was really quick for me. Like, I didn't think he would be dead that quickly. And, um, but I guess it was almost that, it was almost like they ripped the Band-Aid off for us in a way. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting, though. You said that he took his own life. I'm not convinced that he did, much like I'm not convinced that Penny did either. Uh, because of the way they said he got caught under the, you know, I think people underestimate the power of a waterfall. Like, oh, I want to be under that. And then you can't get from under it. Um, mm. I don't necessarily think if you're going to take your own life that you take your shoes off. Does that make sense? That is true. I mean, I got, I got more of a That's sense true. of like, you know, I wanted to go get cleansed, you know, from the water. Yeah. Um, now maybe, if maybe there was, I mean, they don't say either way i don't necessarily think he went in there to commit suicide maybe to offer himself as a sacrifice in a way mm-hmm. you know to me it's a different mentality yeah like, i don't think it was i i want to die it was more i i need to do this for everyone else to live i don't know if that makes sense yeah i mean because he had been asking for the water he said it was you know a holy place that's that's a really good point and now that you mentioned that it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. I was going by the tone of Dominic's voice saying they ruled it as an accidental da 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 da. I was like, okay, well, he doesn't buy that it mm. was by accident. So that's why I thought that it, it, I was leaning more towards suicide. But you bring up such a good point that, yeah, because why would he take off his shoes if he just wanted to be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, it's, it's you know, it, it seemed too ceremonial for me to mm-hmm. for it necessarily to be a, I want to die. You know what I mean? But I guess, I mean, I'm not that people don't get ceremonious with suicides, but I don't know. I just, maybe it's the optimist in me wanting to believe that he wasn't necessarily wanting to do that. It was just like, in a weird way, it was like, it kind of had to go this way, mm-hmm. especially that he was out in the world because he didn't, you know, he was, he wasn't fit for the world. Yeah. You know, um, <sighs> Uh, and I love the, like I love the first part of this, this episode. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's, it's so quick that you're almost like, oh my God, did that just happen? And like you said, we're only 20 minutes in. I'm like, wow, wh- what's going to happen now? Um, I love the scene between Dessa, when Dessa calls him, mm. or he calls, I'm sorry, he calls Dessa to talk about the funeral. And she says, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't anybody's fault. You tried to save him your whole life. You were a good brother. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, he finally kind of takes that in. Um, What were your feelings on that? That was something that Dominic needed to someone to hear. And I Mm -hmm. think that even though him and Dessa have had their differences, you could still, you have still been able to see, I think throughout the mini series, just how much love there still is for each other, regardless of what's going on. And, you know, it's, you just kind of see Dessa's character and knowing that, yeah, there's been a lot of hardship between them, but she knows Dominic probably the best out of everyone else, you know, and for her to say those words to him, I think it's something that he needed to hear and he doesn't believe it to be true. Potential. I don't know if he believes it to be true, but I think it is what she was saying is true because he did do all that he could, even though he still thinks that he failed him since he ended up going under his watch, but I don't know. I think that those words were definitely something that Dominic needed at that time. Yeah. Um, so then we have this, this very kind of poignant funeral scene, which they cut together so brilliantly with this flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really love this whole scene because, you know, a lot of times at a funeral, out of respect for the dead, you know, we'll, we'll tend to gloss over the bad parts, you know, we'll focus on the good. Um, and, you know, sometimes things aren't a hundred percent honest. Right. So I really like that they have this priest essentially 
talking about how good these two guys were to their brother and their stepson, and then literally the opposite happening at the same time. Um, it was obviously tough to watch, but I just love the honesty of it. Um, what were your thoughts on that, Alyssa? Yeah, I mean, that was, uh, it like hit you, you know? It was like, oh man, like, you know, you're supposed, to, usually they say during funerals, you're supposed to celebrate the life and the good times. And, but going on brand with everything that has happened throughout it, having that memory of a really bad time that stick that stuck in his mind of, you know, Ray and Dominic kind of teaming up to get Thomas in trouble was very interesting and ended up, you know, the mom ended up getting hurt as well during all that. I, it was, it was hard to watch. It was, but I really loved the way, like you just said, the way that they went in and out of both of them with like the glove mm, on the casket. Yeah. It was, it was really, besides the storyline of, of the flashback, it was, it was really well done. Yeah. I really like, uh, you know, it's almost like a, a side of Dominic, especially as a little kid that we didn't see before, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, I don't think it's a, a knock on Dominic. I, I think it's tough to, you know, as a brother, I mean, I always say I have the worst fights of my life have been with my own brother, you know? Yeah. So, um, who, but I love him, you know, like it's family. It is way things happen. Um, but it was just very interesting how they were both kind of feeling the guilt. And then of course, <laughs> Dominic being Dominic. Wow. At the wake puts him on blast, like takes Ray and just says, F you and F everybody here and F me. And we all, we, we made him this person. Um, wow. What were your thoughts about that scene? I was like, well, this is what happens when people hold on to a lot of anger and resentment and don't forgive people in their life. <laughs> like, this is a clear example, which happens a lot because, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just life. And especially with, it was interesting to me because I think that, um, the Dominic remembered all the, you know, we saw all the bad, like all the bad. And I think that he needed to express how he felt with Ray because it was just bottled up for so long. I wouldn't have uh, picked that, uh, you know, (laughs) that environment to do it. But I think that with the way the show goes, I guess would have expected nothing less than that, but it was, interesting everyone was just like oh my goodness it was yeah it was a lot it was I a think, lot to watch yeah and uh and it's funny because the way they've kind of you know in the beginning of this series you absolutely hate ray yes and you know in these last couple episodes you're like oh this guy is a human being you know he did have other side he does you know he's not black and white you know, he was trying to do the best. He was trying to do what he knew what was right. You know, mm-hmm. um, he's not a hundred percent bad guy. And the reality is he did kind of, he did step up and become a father to two boys that he didn't, that weren't his, you know, now at the same time, you could argue, well, maybe they've been better off with no dad than that dad, but yeah. I don't know. It, it's just, this show's very good at, at, at showing us the gray of our life, yeah. right? That nothing is black and white, you know, it's, Everything has layers, you know, people are complicated, relationships are complicated, and, you know, we're all just trying to, at the end, I guess we're all trying to get through this as best we can. And then some of it, some of it do better than others. Yeah, I think, you know, when Dominic was saying all that stuff, and Ray was trying to defend himself with being like, the guy down, you know, at the court, whatever, to sign off was like, I'm such a good man, I'm such a good man, in my head, I was like, kind of defending Dominic, like, you are well then why didn't you like raise them better like what you know like I was kind of on Dominic's side a little bit as I was watching oh, yeah. I was angry for him but then like you got to have to realize too especially when you become an adult you realize like you need to come to realize that like your parents are just are people too trying to figure it out they don't have all the answers all the time and um but it was it was uh it needed to be said um just uh, not the best place to, to do it, Dominic. But hey, <laughs> I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't have expected it any less. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think, and then the way Rosie O'Donnell comes in and hugs him after oh. all that. 
Oh, whoo. Rosie for the win. Seriously. Yeah. So, that was emotional. Know, so of course everyone leaves and, you know, Dessa has a great line. Well, you sure know how to clear a room. Um, <laughs> and then they have this kind of, you know, you know, not argument, but you know, she says, "Why do you why do you push everyone away?" And he keeps saying, "I'm I'm cursed." And, and she says, "You're going to end up just like him." And then he says, "Like who? Like who?" We never quite get the answer to that question. Who do you think she was talking about? I wasn't sure, Ray, or the what? grandfather. Yeah, I, I don't know because I'm like, oh, does does Dessa know something about the grandfather? Yeah, because you know? she, I don't think she did. She know about? I don't remember if she know, knew about his interest in the grandfather or not. I mean, was but, there a was there a conversation between Dessa and and mom at some point that we weren't privy to? I, I it was maybe. it was very interesting. I don't I don't know who she was talking about. That was definitely a fifty fifty toss up for me, and I was hoping that that would have come out later on, but. Um, that is one mystery, I guess. But I, I either, did you know who, who you thought it might be more? No, I mean, I, that's kind of like where my mind went. I'm like, or does she mean like Thomas, maybe? Like you're just going to kind of drive yourself crazy with this kind yeah. of stuff? So maybe that's what, maybe I, you, know, you could argue that might have been, you know, because he, he was talking about the curse and like we're cursed. And that was definitely something that, you know, was in Thomas's wheelhouse. So that's true. Uh I guess we'll just we'll just have to we'll have to speculate and not know officially unless we maybe meet Mr. Ruffalo or one of the writers. Yeah. <laughs> um so we now get to so Dominic goes and sees, you know, the psychiatrist again and and she keeps saying that, you know, well he keeps saying, like, see, I'm I'm doomed. This is this story tells me that, you know, and he really thinks that, you know, his grandfather is also his father. Yes. Um and she says, you know, well, what is this story teaching you? And he says that we're doomed. And she says, no, she says, a man has choices. Your grandfather has choices and you can learn from his mistakes. And he kind of, he kind of takes that in. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that definitely was big for her to say that because I think it definitely got Dominic's wheels turning a little bit, you know, because you don't have to go down the same path. You have an, a choice. And if you're conscious of that too, you see the history, it, it's written out right in front of you. You already were choosing to be different by taking care of your brother and doing anything in your power to help him out. You know, he has more of a heart. He was in love, you know, like there are things that don't parallel his grandfather. So I think that that, that really hit home for him. Uh, very, very well put, Alyssa. Yeah, you're right. Like that whole, like, you know, he has made good choices, even though a lot of bad has happened, he still has made good choices. So, uh, and I think that's what she was trying to point out as well. Um, and you're right. He just, he let that land and kind of took it in. And just when we think, all right, now we can finally move on a little bit of happiness. Oh no, no, no. Now your stepdad who you last time talked to, you know, cursed out and banished from your life is now in the hospital with like a triple bypass. <laughs> wow. Poor Dominic. He is going to forever be the caretaker. I know. I was like, man, he can't catch a break. Like, you know, in real life, I mean, it's very real life. I mean, things happen and when it rains, it pours, it seems like, you know, and I guess we kind of just get a little glimpse of his life throughout these six episodes, but it is just like, Man, I was like, I guess he's just meant to be in the hospital all the time. You know, it was just like, you know, I hate to like laugh, but you know, like when we're just like kind of like, oh, but it's like, geez, this guy can't catch a break. Uh, yeah, totally. And then, you know, then we have this very kind of poignant, you know, when, when Ray doesn't even recognize Dominic, yeah. he's coming out of surgery. And, and then when he finally does, he saw oh, you're a good boy, Dom, you're a good boy. And it's funny because Dom is like thinking of the exact opposite of that. Um, but I think it's interesting that that's kind of the first thing he says to him. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's almost like that fight, none of that mattered. Like, you're here. You're making a choice. You yeah. know, I wasn't there for Thomas for seven months while he was in a hospital, mm-hmm. but you are here. You are trying to change this cycle. 
Um, so I, I, I like that. I, you know, even though, and again, I, this all goes back to, we have choices, no matter what hand we're dealt, you know, you, you can choose, you know, it's not, not, I'm not saying it's easy, but we still have a choice. Um, and I think he's trying to make better choices. We have a nice, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you know, his ending up in the hospital, you know, I think as much as it was a bad thing, I think it helped Dominic and Ray's relationship. Who knows what it would have been like if it, if that explosion wouldn't have happened at the fight, you know, the fight wouldn't have happened. And then this wouldn't have happened. You, you know, they, they got closer. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. hundred um, percent. They, I don't know if they have this, you know, if, if, if it gets this deep with them, if Ray doesn't kind of get sick. And I think also Ray, definitely realizing his mortality and you know, that he's yeah. owning up that he's definitely made mistakes. Um, uh, you know, so again, like there's hope for anybody to change, you know, in a way, uh, we have a nice kind of, uh, Mia culpa scene with Dominic and Dessa where he says, you know, I realize I, I've never said sorry for anything. Um, so this was a great scene for me. Uh, what, how did you feel about this? Well, being a romantic, uh, this part I really enjoyed because I was like, <laughs> you know, I think that it showed a lot of how much Dominic has grown as a character throughout these episodes, just because he's starting to realize the things that he has done wrong and not play the victim and owning up to his mistakes. And it looked like, you know, because Dessa didn't say anything for a little while. And I was like, I wonder if she's going to say anything back, you know, but she was just crying. And, you know, it looked like this is what she had been wanting to hear for so, like, for so many years. Yeah, no, totally. And I, 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 I thought it was just a, a nice moment for her because she says, thank you. You know, that's, that's what I needed. I needed you to acknowledge that you know, you messed up and you weren't there for me. And that's why I had to leave Mm -hmm. because you kind of, you weren't dealing with it. You just threw yourself into your brother. You weren't dealing with you. And it's just kind of this, it's this kind of weird thing where unfortunately Dominic almost needed to, for his brother to be gone for him to really take a look in the mirror. Yeah. And realize how it impacted other, you know, how it really impacted other relationships in his life and people that cared for him. So I kind of feel like, that scene for me was a little bit of like closure with their relationship. And for mm. me, a little hope of hmm, what's going to happen in the future with them. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So we're running out of time a little bit here. I just want to make sure we get to the big reveal. Yes. Which of course is that the grandfather is not the baby mama or baby father. No, no it is Henry Drinkwater is your father. Wow. <laughs> Now it's funny, of course, once they reveal it, you kind of put the piece together that they yeah. they showed us, but I was not expecting that. No. What was your, I mean, how did you, how did you respond to that? I was shocked. I was, as Ray was talking, I was kind of like, okay, was it the, the young man we saw dancing with his mom and, you know, and then I'm thinking in my head, I was like, no, it can't be. And I was like, wait, but they went to school together. Like, no. And then I was like, when he said Henry, I was like, I was like, oh, we've been waiting for this for so long. I kind of felt like, we finally know. Like, I mean, I can't even imagine what Dominic must've been thinking, like not knowing for so many years and what was going on in his head. It's just, I was, you know, I wasn't upset about it. Yeah, no, I was, I was, there was a relief because to be honest, I, I didn't think they were going to tell us. Me either. I, I thought it was like, because it, in the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, when, when him and Ray had that scene when they're shaving and she's like, mm-hmm. he's like, it was just water under the bridge. Like we kind of moved on. It didn't, it didn't matter. And the reality was, I guess you could say it doesn't matter, but I'm glad at this as a viewer, like, getting that kind of satisfaction of like especially because then it was like oh that explains all the ralph stuff now right like it's like of course ralph did all this because like he said he's like you don't like me why did you help us because we're connected 
I know. And I was like, wow, man, this show is so good. It's so well written. Yes. You know, like family is family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like, I don't, you know, I don't like you. You're still my family. And, you know, uh, you know, we got to, you got to look out for each other. I mean, th- just talk a little bit about that, that scene between Dominic and Ralph. It was interesting because the way that Ralph described his feelings towards Dominic was exactly how Dominic described his feelings towards the Drinkwater twins, you know, mm. it's just like, yeah. didn't like them, didn't like being compared as them, you know, that sort of thing. And, yes. You know, and Ralph all those years had a reason to have, you know, kind of resentment and anger towards them because he knew that they were related. But when Ralph found out that they weren't like that, Dominic had no idea. He was like, what? You know, yeah. that would have been like crazy for him to realize after all these years, he didn't even know who his own family was. So, you know, I think it's, I think it's interesting, you know, and then Dominic again being like, I'm not here because, you know, they're building a casino for the money. I'm just here because I want to know who my family is. So, I mean, I think that uh, that was just such a, that was a really, that was a great, that was a great scene. And I'm glad that it was all out in the open and uh, maybe they'll, you know, continue a relationship down the line and kind of break that uh, anger that the two families or the feud the two families had against each other for all those years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was definitely left with, with hope at the end of this show. Uh, and I didn't think I was going to be given that. No. Um, I'm just going to read what the last kind of quote that, that he says, says love grows from forgiveness from destruction comes renovation that the evidence of God exists in our lives is our connection to one another. This much, at least I figured out, I know this much is true. Um, so I was like, wow, this is kind of brought it all, brought it all around full circle for us, kind of a nice little bow. Um, just some final thoughts from me on this show. You know, when we first started, I think we both felt this way. I was like, man, this is too brutal. I I don't really want to keep watching this. Um, but I'm so glad that I did because sometimes life is brutal. Yeah. And as we've seen in our world today, like, like you can't look away from because it's brutal. You have to kind of take it in. And, you know, it's definitely been for me a lot of taking in lately. And, you know, it's just funny how, you know, life imitates art and vice versa. But I'm so glad I've gone on this journey. And because at the end of the day, there is hope. There is hope. I don't know. That That's my kind of thoughts. Please give me yours. That was really well put. Yes. Um, no, I mean, it's very, a, it's a hard show to watch, but it's a really good show. And it brings up a lot of, you know, fam- things that, tough things that families go through on a daily. And your first reaction would be you want to turn you know, as a viewer, you, you don't want to watch it. It's too hard to watch. You don't want to deal with it, but you have to, it's going to be there or not, or it's not, it's going to be there regardless if you deal with it or not, is what I'm trying to say. And, yeah. you know, just watching through the episodes, I, this show, I really ended up lo- loving the show. I mean, it was so well done. It was so well done. Mark Ruffalo did a great job. All the other actors and actresses in, in the series did a great job. And, now I really want to read the book because I mm. think the book even delves more into it because this was like, what, six hour episodes, yeah. six hours of it. And I'm really interested in seeing, you know, because the book probably tells more. Like now I'm like, hmm, now I'm more interested in this family and stuff. So Interesting. I, it was a great show. Nice. And then do we have someone in the chat? I think someone maybe mentioned something. Yes, we do. Sorry, let me pull it up really quick. Sure, sorry. Yeah, someone pulled up in our chat about um, about Mark getting um, being nominated for an Emmy for his work or some sort of award for his role, and I think that that is definitely something that he deserves. Great. What was the person's name? Quickly, just to give him a shout out. Um, I'm more interested in this family and stuff, so I it was. A- Francine Powers. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Francine Powers. Sorry. No, that's okay. No, I, I kind of put you in the spot there. Thank you for, no, for coming good. through. Uh, so thank you, Francine, for that. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. I mean, Golden Globe, Emmy, anything that he can get nominated for, he should be. He, uh, he, was, he was phenomenal in this show. Um, the, to do both parts, you know, 
equally as well. And, you know, I just went on this journey and, and everybody in the show is really good too, but obviously it's Mark's, you know, it's Mark's vehicle and, and Mark's show. And um, uh, so, yeah, I, I just wish him nothing but the best. Hopefully that'll, I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be a couple of awards coming his way for this. For yeah. This, uh, I would be very surprised if there wasn't because just both characters were so different and, you know, it felt, it's hard to feel like you're watching two, when it's the same, when you know it's the same person, watching them as two separate characters, but it felt like it was different actors. A hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Uh, and then finally, we have a special segment, right? Yeah, we do. Um, so the special segment has been other <laughs> actors who have played twins. Right. And so this is like completely shifting gears from what we've been talking about, but bringing up Lindsay Lohan and the parents. Oh. One of my favorite <laughs> movies when I was a little girl came out in 1996. Um, she played Annie James and Hallie Parker um, in the reboot of the parent trap where basically two twins are separated at birth, one raised by the dad, one raised by the mom. And then they meet again in summer camp and then try to get their parents back together. It's based off the 1961 parent trap that was played by the same actress, uh, Haley Mills. But their yes. names are different, which I thought was interesting. Their names in the the original were Susan Evers and Sharon McKendrick. So I didn't I didn't mm. know that. I thought it was pretty much the same. I've watched both, but um, but yeah. So that was little Lindsay Lohan, little innocent Lindsay. Nice. It's funny. I've seen the original one as a kid. Uh, I don't think I've seen the Lindsay Lohan one, but uh, I've I've heard good things. Um, Awesome. Well, yeah, no, it's a, it's a twin. It's a twin show. So you know, I think I think it's a great way to kind of it talk is a about twin it. Show, but Mark Ruffalo for the win. Yeah, this award season definitely. And, and Rosie O'Donnell for best supporting. Please, seriously, oh, she's so good in this. Her presence on camera. I was like, oh, she's gonna calm him down a little bit. It'll be it'll be okay if Rosie's here. Yeah. So I also want to say that I want Rosie O'Donnell in this show to be my social worker if I ever need a social worker. Yes. <laughs> You got a psychiatrist, a psychiatrist, and a social worker. And a social so worker. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, awesome. Well, I think that is going to do it. Thank you so much to everyone who's uh, gone on this journey with us. It has been an amazing one. This show is awesome. Tell your friends, you know, everybody. This is going to be. This is going to be on the docket for the awards. So you know, it's it's definitely not one to miss. Uh, Alyssa, it has been an absolute pleasure doing this show with you. I know it's only two of us, but I think we were able to hold it down. Yes. Agreed. Pleasure doing it with you as well. Thank you. Uh, where can they find you, Alyssa? Yes. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, just at Alyssa Dicker. Awesome. You can find me at SeanStar75 on the gram and Gorilla Shoots Sean on Twitter and the Council of Dads after show Fridays at 7 p.m. Uh, please like, subscribe, you know, this show obviously is over. We have so many shows on After Buzz. We'd love you to just be a part of this family. We love doing this for you guys. Again, thank you for your patience with our, our hiatus. Um, but there's always a show. If any show you watch, I will almost guarantee that we do a show about it. So go please check them all out and tell all your friends. Uh, and until next time, have a great day. We'll see Bye. you soon. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.